Hey there, friends. Welcome to A Whole Latte Life to Live, the podcast that takes you on a journey through life's most pivotal moments, those crossroads that redefine our path, our dreams, and our faith. I'm Janice Rogers, a fellow traveler, and your guide on this extraordinary expedition. Picture this, an empty nest, shedding over 75 pounds, and rediscovering purpose amidst it all. My journey has been a tapestry of transformation, woven by God's love and guidance. From the nostalgic echoes of an empty home to the vibrant rhythm of a healthier me, I've learned that life's crossroads are like intersections of destiny where God's purpose meets our steps. Join me and some incredible guests as we dive deep into stories of triumph, resilience, and rebirth. We'll discover how these crossroads are opportunities for us to embrace change, deepen our faith, and uncover the stunning mosaic of God's plan for our lives. So pour yourself a comforting latte. For me, that's a chai latte with oat milk. Ice, please. Find a cozy spot and let's embark on this journey together. This podcast isn't just about listening. It's about experiencing the joy, the tears, and the miracles that Crossroads bring. So get ready to laugh, cry, and be inspired. A Whole Latte Life to Live isn't just a podcast. It's a sacred space where we connect, heal, and find purpose in each moment with God as our constant guide. Stay tuned for stories that will touch your heart, wisdom that will light your path, and conversations that will remind you that your journey matters. Because together, my friends, we have a whole latte life to live, and it's going to be one amazing adventure. Welcome to A Whole Latte Life to Live. I'm Janice Rogers, and I can't wait to journey with you. Hey, everybody. A warm welcome to the latest episode of A Whole Latte Life to Live. I'm Janice Rogers, your host, and I'm genuinely delighted to have each and every one of you here today and listening and being with me. Um, We have just nine days until Thanksgiving. Um, That's as of tomorrow, which is the date that this podcast will be released. And we have a mere 41 days till Christmas. And the other day when my daughter said there's 45 days till Christmas, that struck fear in my heart and 41 is even worse. So if you're anything like me, you're likely contemplating a more meaningful, peaceful, soul filling way to navigate the holiday season. And that's what gave birth to this happy holidays challenge, which we're currently on. And today we're on our fourth segment of the challenge, Be In His Love. But before we dive into the heart of today's episode, let's take a moment to check in on how you're faring with the Happy Holidays Challenge of the last three weeks. Our journey so far has been amazing, and I've been deeply moved by the messages and feedback from many of you who've joined in. But reflecting on our exploration of Get in the Word, where we uncovered the transformative power of the Bible, Get in his presence where we explored the profound connection in prayer and praise and worship and be in his peace where we talked about the 
peace that comes from surrendering to knowing that God is ultimately in control. It is evident that the challenge is making a positive impact in your lives, and I hope it continues to do so during the holiday season. Remember, this isn't about perfection. I am not perfect, but it is about embracing progress and growing closer to God. So I'm generally genuinely curious. How's the challenge going for you? What are you finding that is effective? What do you think you need to improve on? I value your insights and experience. So please drop me a line at Latte Janice, L-A-T-T-E-J-A-N-I-S at gmail.com. Your feedback not only fuels our discussions, but also inspires others on this shared journey. Also, be sure you subscribe and you um, rate, subscribe and rate and comment um, to this podcast. So today we're going to talk about being in his love. Um, This is another one of the fruits of the spirit. And this is kind of a big one for Jesus and for us. Um, And that's love. God calls us to love others as he first loved us. And he loved us before we were even created, even with all our flaws and our idiosyncrasies and the sins that he knew we would commit and have. He loves us with an everlasting love. And I believe that if we show his love through our lives and actions the entire year, that we can bless people, not just the holiday season. I think it's important to do it year round. So we're going to do that in a few different ways. Uh, First off, we're going to talk about um, the whole thing is about being an example. So you've probably heard the saying, your mom has probably told you, be an example, be a good, good example for your brothers and sisters, be a good example for your friends. And when you say be an example, it could be good or bad behavior. But today we're going to talk about a universal truth that we've all encountered, that our behavior can either radiate with goodness and positivity or cast shadows of negativity. Now, this is not something new that you haven't heard, but we're going to take it a step further today. So we're going to roll up our sleeves and dive into the trenches of real life and turn the idea of be a good example into something that we can take action on. So imagine a world where every smile, every gesture, and every interaction becomes a beacon of positivity. When you're walking down the street, people don't like or not or put their heads down or, um, you know, ignore you and pretend like you're not there. People that you say hello to don't ignore you. Imagine a world like that. It's not a distant dream. It's a reality that we as Christians can shape. So consider this a personal challenge. I want us to embark on a journey together to explore different ways that we can be an example to others to help fill the world with Jesus's love, one connection at a time. So I have three ways I want us to be an example. First, Guys, this is a hard one for me, but we have to step out of our comfort zone. This could be as simple as striking up a conversation with a stranger, complimenting someone you don't know, 
volunteering your time in a new environment. The idea behind it is to break free from the routines and your ruts and connect with others in unexpected ways. So I recently have been trying this, um, like complimenting people and speaking to people that I don't know, because I am an introvert, unless you really get to know me. And I find it hard to strike up a conversation. So I've been like striking up a conversation with the lady at the coffee shop, someone that I only usually say hello to. Um, but now I go in, she knows my name, she smiles at me, and it's a connection that I wouldn't have had otherwise. Now, I've also tried this at church. Now, during that meet and greet time, which is usually the time that I'm like hoping that it goes by quickly. Now, um, I look around for at least one person who I don't know well or that I don't know at all. And I greet them and introduce myself. And it's hard. It's hard to put myself out there. But I know it is helping me gain confidence in that area. And it's also showing them God's love. Number two, random acts of kindness. This is not just a feel-good concept to make you feel good inside, okay? It's a transformative force that could impact and uplift spirits and create a positive domino effect. So think about this. You're at your local coffee shop and the person in line behind you seems to be having kind of a bad day. You can hear them on their phone. You can hear that things are not going well. What can you do to turn it around? One simple way is just to pay for their coffee. This powerful gesture of goodwill will give them a ripple of joy that lasts far beyond that cup of coffee. And it's a really small investment that has a return that could make someone brighter and happier. And um, it might be something that they continue to pass on, which would be even more fun. Um, and speaking of surprises, another one idea that I was thinking of, you could leave an uplifting note for a stranger to stumble upon. It could be a heartfelt note or it could be a quote. Um, leave it somewhere like uh, you could leave it in the library on a table. You could leave it um, in the store by the diapers if you know that, you know, a mom's going to get them. You could leave an uplifting note for her. It's a reminder that kindness is always around us and we just have to notice it. And my third idea for that one is surprising your coworker with a small thoughtful gift. And it can be a plant for their desk, a handwritten note, just expressing appreciation for how they work and how they um, have been your friend or even, you know, something small, a token gift that reflects something you've learned about them. So, these gestures go beyond the ordinary and it creates a workplace environment that is loving and filled with camaraderie and compassion. And we don't find that often in the world today. So this week, I challenge you to not just stop at one random act of kindness, but to make it a weekly habit. It doesn't have to be grand or elaborate. Sometimes the simplicity of just a small small gesture leaves the most lasting impression and I want you to share your experiences with me on social media use the hashtag 
hashtag happy holy days challenge on social media and let's create a virtual space filled with stories of kindness that encourages others to join the movement. So in the spirit of the Happy Holy Days Challenge, let's turn our whole world around us, our communities, into a canvas of kindness, one random act of, at a time. So the third thing that I was thinking about in being an example is something that's really close to my heart, and it's my family. But what better way to show God's love than by gathering your family together and doing a project together? to bless someone else or bless another family. So I have a few personal experiences that have touched my family's heart and um, hopefully the people that we uh, ministered to. Uh, one of them is that when my children were smaller, we would go pick children that were around their same age off the Salvation Army tree at our local mall during the holidays. And then we would take the gift lit wish list of the kids and we would select gifts that we hoped would help them and bring joy and warmth to their hearts. We've also done the shoebox thing for Operation Christmas Child. Um, it's a beautiful way to involve the whole family in the spirit of giving. And it creates some lasting memories. My kids still talk about how we followed their Operation Christmas Child box all the way around the world. So it's something that they remember now. Um, and it's um, something that we did probably five or 10 years ago, and they still talk about it. So another idea, um, sometimes in the winter months, our church will collect warm weather wear for those in need, the homeless, usually. Um, we've also, around Christmas, we usually do a project of some sort, uh, like one year we bought um, shoes for an orphanage, children in an orphanage in one of the mission areas that we supported. Um, these are things that many of us might take for granted, like having a warm hat, warm coat, a scarf, having shoes, but they can make a world of difference to someone else and they can make them feel as if God is tangibly loving them through the hands of you and the people that you are working with. And then I want to encourage you, consider a family project that resonates with your own values and your passions. It could be as simple as preparing and delivering care packages to the elderly in your neighborhood, volunteering together at a local shelter, or even starting a community garden when it's warmer to share the harvest with those who could use a helping hand. Um, and what a great blessing it would be to your family for you to be giving back. We have so much. I don't think we really, we don't realize I've been to countries where it's very impoverished and we don't realize how good we have it. And it's good to show our kids that we need to give back. So we want to create intentional moments with these family projects so that they will learn that love, kindness, and service are an expression of God's love for each of us. And it's not just about the impact we make on others, but it's also about the bonds that we strengthen within our own family as we work towards a common goal.
as we wrap up today's episode, I want to leave you with this. Be the example of love, kindness, and compassion. Be the love. Challenge yourself to step out of your comfort zone. Perform random acts of kindness. Don't even sign them. Only you and God know. And involve your family in projects that reflect God's love. I'm super excited to hear about your experiences with this part of the Happy Holy Days Challenge. Be sure you connect with me on social media. Um, Instagram is Janice M. Rogers, J-A-N-I-S-M-R-O-D-G-E-R-S. And on Facebook, I'm Janice Michelle Rogers. So connect with me, share your stories, and let's make this holiday season a time of love, joy, and meaningful connections. And until next time, stay blessed, stay inspired, and remember you are the example and be in his love. So thank you for joining me on A Whole Latte Life to Live. Next week, we'll be wrapping up the Happy Holidays Challenge with my favorite topic ever, get in his joy. So we all have a whole latte life to live. So get out there and live it. Thanks, friends.